Hello, 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 podcast land. How are you? Uh, this is the Gambit Podcast. As you hopefully know by now, we are a Grand Arena-focused podcast. I am Solo Base 15 I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. Uh, Zareth, how are you tonight? <laughs> I'm doing well, Solo. Uh, we're done with our uh, obligatory uh, Territory War week, and we can move on to... I can't say that territory battles makes me super duper excited, but um, I'm okay with that uh, <laughs> compared to territory wars. How, how about you, Solo? Uh, territory battles mean I only have to play the game and not constantly check my phone every 20 minutes. So I am very good with it being a territory battle week, even though we did go 2-0 in our guild. So I guess I can't complain there. Uh, yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's funny. My, I actually mostly had the week off on Territory Wars anyways, because we got Kaw and we got um, Wolfpack. And both of those, like my guild isn't built to go toe-to-toe with the high, the hardcore Territory War guilds. Like it, we're just not, no one cares really. So like if we accidentally sandbag, which we do sometimes, because so sometimes people just don't sign up because they're busy. And uh, it's it's kind of fun when when that happens because then we sandbag and then we just like pound the other guild into the ground and we feel like hey we're pretty good and then we we have the same happen to us when we face Wolfpack so <laughs> can you really uh, hear me yeah 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 I fixed your volume now it's because you come in on the same channel that uh, when I'm doing my podcast. Or not when I'm doing my stream, I have the music on, so I have that channel a little uh, lower. So now you're better. You don't good have <laughs> you don't have a uh, a secret podcast? Are you sure? I don't. I don't, I don't have time for a secret <laughs> podcast. Uh, the good news is everyone listening in podcast land will hear you perfectly. It's just the Twitchers uh, that didn't. <laughs> All right, so we actually have a ton of stuff to talk about this week because. Galactic Legend kits came out live probably about 15 hours after our podcast came out live last week. Um, That's great. Yep. But before we get into that, let's talk about the other news at CG. Uh, they do have a new community manager. His name is CG Dojafet. He has already sent more messages on the forums in the past week than uh, I think all of CG has in the past four months. So hopefully that is a good sign. But uh, Zareth, what do you take this? You know, it's not, he's not replacing anyone. They're literally just adding somebody. So what's your take on it? Uh, well, I mean, clearly that means the game is dying and we're doomed and CG hates the community and the players is is what, what I'm taking it to mean. Actually. I see, I see uh, you visited Reddit today. I know. <laughs> I made, <laughs> I, I made this joke earlier today, but I'll make it again in case no one heard it. Uh, I, I was I said that about something. I was like, "Yeah, it means the game is ending," and CJ hates the players. And then I was like, "Well, um, actually, sorry, I don't actually believe that. I was I just thought I was on Reddit for a minute and I was looking for upvotes." So, um, uh, dude, I think it's amazing. Actually, like uh, they hired someone specifically to help uh, to, to com- 
communicate with the players. Like they saw someone they're spending. I mean, this guy's not going to be like a minimum wage guy. Even if he was, it'd be them spending thousands of dollars every month on, on, on this. And for the sole purpose of interacting with the community, like that they're not even having a guy who's developing stuff. Like, I don't know. To me, this is a great sign of really strong health, or at least like their desire to have a strong, strong healthy game. What What are your thoughts, Solo? I agree. Um, you know, he really hasn't said much quite yet. Um, but what he has said, you know, he's given out little hints. People have asked him questions. He, it's most of it has been personal stuff, like his favorite characters in Star Wars and yada yada yada. But he has said that Crum is currently working on a road ahead, which is good to know, uh, that they are still doing them. Uh, we don't have a question and answer session planned, at least for this month. Uh, what I think is most interesting, though, is somebody asked if he plan- is planning on doing interviews, and his answer was yes. So they specifically said YouTubers and Galactic War Report. Uh, but he is planning on doing interviews. I think that is the important part because CG has kind of been holed up, right? You know, they're very tight-lipped. They only went on Galactic War Report to announce stuff. If they have somebody that's willing to go out and interact with the community, even if it's just with YouTubers, podcasters, etc., it gets them out in public again. Now, of course, the problem with this is always if something bad gets said and then CG doesn't talk for, like by accident, and then CG gets railed on and then they don't talk again for a year. But I think it's a good sign, at least for now. I think so. Uh, You know, someone in the chat says, like, do you think the EA forced it? Which which is a really interesting, uh, a really interesting comment because like, yeah, um, maybe EA did it, but the traditional thing, I mean, we even have a sticker in our, on our discord. That's like, you know, saying EA hates players. They just want money. Basically. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the traditional viewpoint. Like usually if CG does something like extremely heinous, people skip over our developers and say that EA probably is behind it somehow. Yeah. You know, I- like that's usually the, the hierarchy of blame is EA is responsible for the truly awful things. So if they're to blame for a community manager, uh, it's a it's a pretty interesting precedent to set. <laughs> yeah, I uh, so there were two things, and actually, I forget if the CG Spaniard post was this week or last week, and we just didn't talk about it on the podcast. But so, our dear friend Miao Baca, he's actually your guildmate, you know. He uh, constantly likes to rail on CG for their question and answer last. October, I think it was. I think this, yeah, this was the one-year anniversary of it, so he had to make a Reddit post. So CG Spaniard, for those of you that don't know, I think he was an art team member. He recently left CG, and he went to go work on a different game. And he basically came on the post and said, this post is why we don't communicate, guys. Like, we had all these things planned. That was the plan. Things happened behind the scenes. We couldn't get it done. It sucks that it's not done, but you know, this post is why we can't communicate with you because if we don't get it done, you're just going to call us dirty liars. And it's like, right. Oh, actually that kind of makes sense. I mean, I swear, man. So they, they get on Reddit and they, they say, you know, like 
I, I remember they used to post on Reddit and people would just like take a dump on them. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they'd be like, hey guys, here's the answer to your question, you know? And then people are like, well, why is this game thing unbalanced? Why don't you fix the fricking uh, fives bug? <laughs> and, like, oh God. Uh, and, and, they, and then they expect the developers to come on and be all happy and like want to interact when all the community does is dump on them. I just, it's, it's right. ludicrous to me. There was there was a recent Reddit post that so I like to go on Reddit just to troll the people that are trolling. Um, but there was sure. a, a recent Reddit post uh, in the past week where somebody brought Nest into P4 of the Sith raid and basically got stuck in a timeout cycle because Treya was constantly stealing Nest's health. Nest was building up all this bonus protection and Treya couldn't kill her. And so they got stuck and couldn't finish the run. And so CG, I think it was High Command, comes on and basically says, this isn't a bug, guys. This, this is how the kits are designed. And I've never seen something get downvoted so fast. And it's like, but that's how kits are designed. Nest has been in the game for three years now. You know how she's going to work. Uh, the Sith Raid has been in the game for two and a half years. You know Trey is going to take a bunch of turns and steal turn meter. Like, what did you expect to happen? And they're like, this is garbage. It's like, oh, good Lord. Calm down, people. <laughs> yeah, I I swear. I, I guess my, my thing is, so there there's a lot to be said about, like, just anger toward CG. Um, like, they, they've done a lot of messed up-ish things. They, they've messed up a lot of things, and you know, here and there. Um, and, you know... I get it. I get the frustration. Um, I, I also, it, it's just such an interesting thing to to see people who are like so angry about this, about some of the stuff they do. And a lot of the stuff that they do is actually like legitimately for the health of the game. And yeah. I, like and a lot of this other stuff is stuff we don't know why they did it. We, we can't know, but people have just decided to be angry. Um, Anyways, I... Well, I mean, half of Reddit doesn't even play the game anymore, so I guess we can stop talking about them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I'm excited, actually. We'll see. He... I I liked his answers. You know, he was just basically people... He got a lot of snark in the forums, actually, the the new guy um, saying... You know, they're like, well, how do we know you're actually going to do it? Like, I predict all these horrible things. And I, I mean, I get that people just want to be cynical and whatever. But um, I like that his answer was just like, well, uh, most of it's just going to be stuff that you see. We're not actually going to. <laughs> we're, we're not actually going to, um, you know, I can't just promise things. People are asking me if I have something on my nose. Thanks. Thanks, Gom. <laughs> I, um, I just, I, I think that the reason I get fired up about it a little bit, like CG makes me mad at, at times. Certainly I, I get tired of seeing the unreasonable anger that people have, like maybe yeah. just wait for a little bit. That, that's my thing. People don't have patience. They're just reactive. And that drives me crazy. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So why don't we talk about the actual in-game stuff now? Because 
a lot has changed. Um, along with the release of the new Galactic Legends that we will get to shortly, <laughs> they have changed the Galactic Legend ticket farming system. Uh, so in the past, you basically, with the first two Galactic Legends, you had to farm, what is it, 1D light side or 4D uh, dark side if you want to maximize your ticket output because it, it was based on how many battles you did. Um, now the Galactic Legend ticket system is it's based on the energy you spend. So in theory, the average that uh, tickets you get from farming a six energy node and a 20 energy node should even out. So you are not farming for Galactic Legend Luke yet but um, will be shortly. So how do you feel about these changes that they made? I love this. I, I think this is, this is an absolute win for everyone. Because if I wanted to farm uh, the six energy nodes, then I can still do that. Not that I want to, but if I had the desire to, I could. But I mean, it's pretty been verified. I mean, uh, it, even for me, like my drop rates are the same I, and I've just been farming Chirotech and I've been farming Admiral Piet. Uh, I can farm the things I want instead of just a bunch of worthless gear uh, that turns into mod uh, or into relic upgrade materials. So um, yeah. like I can't see a downside to this. I know that there were a few posts on Reddit that said that it was bad, but it mostly those those came off as paranoid. So um, what about <laughs> yes. you, Solo? What are your thoughts? Uh, I can tell you when I was farming Piet, I, I, I what, triple refreshed the node. So I was basically farming uh, 20 times. And I was averaging 18 to 19 tickets per day on that node. So I think it's fantastic because in the past, I wouldn't have been able to get him started. And now not only could I farm him, but I was also farming uh, for Luke. So I was killing two birds with one stone, which is very, very nice to do. I also farmed a ton of Chirotech on the light side, uh, which is also very, very fun. Dude, I, I think it's it's so cool. And they put Piet in a on a node so that I can actually farm him while I'm working yes. on the current Galactic Legend. Oh. That's that was the greatest gift that we got. And unfortunately for those that went for Palp, it was not a gift at all. Or actually, they already had Piet. So it was a, it's not a gift, but uh, for everyone that went Luke, it's certainly a gift that they get to farm him and tickets at the same time. I think one of the biggest complaints people were having was, uh, I heard the, the, the ever-present slap in the face comment about, um, you know, it's a slap in the face for anyone else who's farmed uh, past galactic legends and i guess we can i don't know i i kind of disagree they they just they saw a problem or a thing that wasn't as good as it could be and they fixed it in the player's favor i yeah. I, I have some trouble seeing it as a slap in the face right hey guys we know that this wasn't working right so we fixed it for you how like dare when, you <laughs> it's like when they added simming to galactic war like right just because we have to farm, we had to run through Galactic War more often than the newer people. Like, yeah, I'm like, I still want that sim button. Thank God. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, all right. So uh, we've put this off long enough. And I was putting off the Galactic Legends because 
you have to understand their kits to talk about them. And I got to be honest with you, this is like, I need an advanced degree to talk about these kits. Um, <laughs> yeah, like a flowchart, flowchart yeah. Luke for real. <laughs> so uh, you are farming Luke. I I got Luke today. So why don't we start off with the dear old Galactic Legend Luke? Because um, I can somewhat intelligently talk about him. I don't have the flowchart, but we have a CG post at least. Um, Oh, yeah, we really, if we're not going to have time to talk about these guys in super depth, especially because right. it's so early, we're not going to be like, <laughs> I remember we did uh, like a, we, we got together and did like a recording for the first Galactic Legends and yeah. we were right about things in broad strokes. And then once we got to the minutia, we were, we, we just, you can't read a kit and know exactly how it's going to impact things, especially kits of these magnitude this magnitude right uh, on that episode uh i i remember both of us said well we're not using hucks on this team <laughs> yeah <laughs> look how that played out <laughs> well yeah because hucks because hucks does his basic uh <laughs> hucks does a basic and he, he reduces his own health and yeah i mean yeah. it just happens that that doesn't really matter that much in an arena battle right right or the Sith raid. You just he just dies faster and nobody cares because his lead does everything you need. Uh, all right, so let's briefly talk about the kit. Um, so Luke is a tank. He's a Jedi. Um, the important things you need to know there. Uh, if you didn't notice, uh, they have the AOE on the basic and the not AOE on the unique. So that's just interesting. But so real quickly, uh, on his basic, he inflicts buff immunity on target enemy, does some special damage, and then he gains stacking max health. Um, and it, the attack will critically hit if able and can't be countered. Uh, the second or the first actual ability is tenacity down on the target enemy for two turns then daze them for two turns and increase their cooldowns by one. Does something special for raid bosses. We don't need to talk about that because he's not Supreme Leader Kylo. Um, it calls a target ally to assist, grants them advantage and crit damage up for two turns. So basically uh, the target ally is going to hit much harder. And if the ally is a Jedi, they gain Jedi lessons and this is where you start needing a flow chart. But essentially, Jedi Lessons is plus 20% mastery per stack. Um, his second special deals special damage to all enemies, aka it's an AoE, and removes 20% turn meter and inflicts ability block and breach. And I can tell you, having faced this, it's annoying to go up against. Um, then it gives all Jedi allies 15% turn meter, which means it's making this team very fast. And if you are hit with Breach, you get negative 25% speed, negative 25% defense. Uh, it doesn't stack, so it's just a straight 25% speed and defense loss, which means you're speeding up your team and you're slowing their team down to a crawl, basically. Um, yeah, those are the abilities. Then the lead is essentially all light side allies have max health and protection, it's 20% max health and protection for Jedi. And Jedi allies have 30% offense and 40 speed. So the other Galactic Legends are 30 speed. 
Jedis are at 40 speed. Um, and Luke taunts as the leader while he has protection if all allies are Jedi. Then he has a savior element in there, um, essentially, where if they fall below 100% health, they gain crit hit immunity, defense up, tenacity up, and Luke taunts for two turns, which can't be dispelled. Uh, and they have another buff called, good lord, another buff called Inherited Teachings, which is basically uh, Jedi Lessons plus calling allies to assist. This kit is absurd, and we don't have a flow chart for it. So have you fought a Jedi Knight Luke or a Jedi Master Luke yet? I did. I got my ass kicked hard <laughs> solo. It wasn't close. Uh, I just kind of stumbled into it. I was like, sure, I'll yeah. do it. I, I was distracted anyways. And I, I was like, whoa, where did my team go? It was amazing. Yeah. The, so I, well, today I fought with Jedi Master Luke and I haven't figured out how to play him yet. Like I know the basics and of what I'm doing. Um, but I fought a Jedi Master Luke. And of course, so I fought him with Jedi Master Luke as the lead. And I went in with my standard Ray team and it caught me off guard, but I won the first time I went in. And the, basically the trick was if they marked my Ray first, I lost. <laughs> if I marked their Ray before they could, or uh, Jedi Net Revan, if they marked my Jedi Net Revan, before he went, I lost. If I got to mark their Jedi Knight Revan, um, I won. So it was very easy. I know Darth Revan teams are beating the Jedi Master Luke lead. Uh, and there's all these sorts of counters. And then yesterday, yesterday, yeah, somebody did the Jedi Knight Revan lead. So, and this team was just so ridiculously fast. The first 10 times or so I faced it, um, uh, Finally figured out how to beat it. But the trick was Watt is giving the tank tech to Jedi Master Luke, so he is constantly taunting throughout the battle. And you can't kill the Jedi. And since it's Jedi Knight Revan lead, uh, you need to kill the Jedi twice, or at least one uh, one Jedi you need to kill twice. And it was quite the pain. Um, that team was not fun. Though I figured out how to beat it eventually, which through lots of testing in my arena. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I haven't had the occasion. I my my exposure to that team is um yeah, it's been pretty minimal actually. Well, um yeah. yeah. So this is go- this is the big problem I have what's coming in this week. We're going to enter Grand Arena. You and I both are going to have a third galactic legend. We're going to be facing people with three Galactic Legends. Yeah. I have one other Jedi Master Luke on my Arena Shard. I have zero Palps on my Arena Shard. I have no clue how I'm going to counter him. Yeah, that, I think that's the thing that concerns me the most personally, is I don't know how I'm going to counter some of these guys. Um, yeah, it, It's just very... It's concerning because... Like like you said, I have never I've never faced Sith Eternal Palpatine. Um, I, I haven't seen him in arena. So if I see him in my group, I might just be screwed. Yeah, yeah. My uh my experience with uh, Sith Eternal Palpatine was 
I watched the Operation Metaverse stream on Thursday night, and nice. <laughs> they had somebody on there playing with theirs, and that's about it. A couple of YouTube videos, I, like that's my experience, and it's just not the same as when you sit down and play it. Um, right, so I know we're we're gonna have to watch like Arnold videos or something. Right, and so here's actually why don't we talk about Palp? And then, because we've only talked about Luke here, um, why don't we talk about Palp? And then we can go into truly how we're going to approach this Grand Arena. Because I, I think that's something we need to spend time talking about, even though I haven't figured it out, because I'm sure our listeners are also going to need to try and figure this out as well. Sure. Uh, oh, and actually... There we go. I had Luke pulled up and I was following the kit along and apparently I just never switched it over. Um. <laughs> Arnold the permanent to me. Dear yes. Lord. <laughs> and Zareth the temp. Zareth the temp. Uh, Alright, look at that guys. Here's the palp kit. Um, so he needs less of a flow chart but from what I understand with the people that use him, it is much more straight line and how to use them it's like you don't veer from the course because you have to get linked out and you have to do all this stuff so let's talk he is a dark side attacker he's sith he synergizes with sith um his basic is the first debuff that gets thrown out there they all have so many unique things in their kits now um so it's called Deceived. So you deal special damage. If that enemy wasn't Deceived, they then become Deceived. Now, if you're asking what Deceived is, it's you can't target uh, Palp during their turn. If another Sith enemy is active and when an ability is used, Palp gets 2% of his ultimate. So basically this Deceived is how he starts building up his ultimate charge. Um, two, his, or well, first special, the So Be It Jedi. Uh, deal special damage to target enemy and call all other dark side allies to assist, dealing 10% more damage for each deceived enemy. So dark side allies recover 50% protection and Jedi enemies defeated this turn can't be revived. So that's a pretty big thing. Uh, obviously, since the other galactic legend is a Jedi. <laughs> uh, all right. So special two is unraveled destiny. It's dark side allies gain retribution for three turns. Dark side tank ally, allies gain taunt. You remove linked from all enemies, then target enemy becomes linked until a linked enemy is defeated or until the end of the encounter. And Palp gains the granted ability Entwined Fate and takes a bonus turn. Um, and Entwined Fate is target enemy becomes linked. This ability is removed and can't be used again until Unraveled Destiny is used. So this is how you apply Link. Um, and if you're wondering what Link is, at first it says this character is linked in the description of Link, but, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, yes. people like to joke about. But they do actually explain what Link is down here. And it's linked enemies can't critically hit, and the damage they deal is decreased by 25%. Um, and at the start of each linked enemies turn, they lose 20% max protection, which is quadrupled for Jedi. So that's eight or 80% max protection for Jedi and Palp gains 25% of the amount that's lost. Now that's um, 
important because Luke's a lot of Luke's damage, and we didn't talk about this on his kit, is based on his max protection. And so here's Palp reducing his uh, max protection by 80%. <laughs> so that's kind of a big deal, especially since that's Luke crazy. is going to be taunting, which means Palp can easily apply this to him. Um, yeah, so... There's that. Now, his lead is dark side allies, and it is just dark side allies, not Sith. Like, um, Luke, have 25, plus 25% mastery, plus 30% potency, and plus 20 speed, which is then doubled for Sith allies. Uh, whenever a deceived or linked enemy uses an ability, Palp gains 10% stacking mastery until the end of the encounter, and other Sith allies gain half that amount. And whenever a linked enemy uses an ability, Palp gains 8% ultimate charge. So he's gaining 2% for Deceived. He's gaining 8% for ultimate. And um, that's basically his kit. Again, a little less of a flow chart needed. Still like 18 abilities and um, special debuffs that are getting thrown out there. Uh, yeah, um, that, that's not even what the ultimates... Right. <laughs> that's, uh, we're not even getting into the ultimates because it'll be two weeks. Well, actually, people already have them, but it'll be two weeks till I see them and know how it's used. Uh, but their ultimates, both of them, their ultimates are not like Kylo or Rey, which I thought I'm glad about. It's They transform into a different character. So Palp loses the backpack. Uh, Luke becomes younger, like his force projection, except for, from what I understand, uh, neither of these will ever get to their ultimates <laughs> because of how the kits are designed. So there's that. That's what Reddit says, at least. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I was, oh, look at this, Ando with a party of 14 in the raid. Thank you, Ando. Good to see you, sir. Um, uh, so I was watching... Like I said, I was watching the um, Operation Metaverse stream on Thursday night, and they were literally trying to get Palp to his ultimate, and they had to work hard to get there because <laughs> everybody wanted to see Palp's ultimate. And so uh, they needed to bring in, I think, at the end, Geos, just because Geos take so many turns to finally <laughs> see <laughs> Palp's ultimate. And then Palp used his ultimate ability and just, like, you're sitting there watching, you're watching, then all of a sudden the entire team disappeared. It was fantastic to watch. It just took them quite <laughs> quite some time to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, and I guess one thing that we should just tell people, uh, I mean, we should all expect to uh, for them to, re, uh, uh, to realign, readjust these kits. Like... If they're not working the way CG had intended, then they'll they'll change them. Like, <laughs> yeah, they've never I, shown any problem with doing that before. No, no, they always buff. They they try hard not to nerf. That's the way CG kind of goes. And so, I'd rather them release and then buff than release and nerf. So I'm all for how they do it. I just, you know, I I understand the frustration. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I I was wondering the same. I mean, and maybe, who knows, maybe they just intended it to be like a uh, PVE 
thing. Like that, that would annoy the heck out of me if they did. <laughs> but you know, maybe yeah. that's what their intent is. Yeah, I um. Though both Palp and Luke are beating the current Galactic Legends who have ultimates without their ultimates. I mean, Luke is beating Kylo on auto, basically. Uh, so maybe it is a PvE thing that we see, and you, you honestly don't need the ultimates. I don't know. Uh, the one thing that is interesting about the ultimates is you want the other team to be fast to get to your ultimate um, because they need to take turns to charge the ultimate, which is an interesting aspect of it. Yeah, it's like if if the other team has Grandmaster Yoda, that's almost great, actually, because <laughs> he takes right. a million turns. Right. Um, all right, so that that is their kit. Well, uh, so let's talk about how this is going to impact Grand Arena because it's something that I have honestly been very worried about. Well, worried is a strong word, but I can – I can see a lot of not full clears this week because people don't know how to counter just because they, they don't have the uh, ability to test against it. So uh, like you were saying earlier, if Palp comes, if Palp shows up on a defense I'm facing, Palp might be easy to beat with Darth Revan. I have no clue how to do it though. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no idea. It'll be interesting. I'll probably just get really pissed off. And I don't know. Like, like does Sith Eternal always beat Jedi Luke? Because I'll, I'll, or Jedi Master Luke? Because I'll, I'll have him available. I'll probably, I don't know. I, I will even watch Arnold videos. I'll, I'll watch a few. I'll watch quite a few. If I have to face Sith Eternal, I'll have to figure it out. Um, it's not. To me, it's not really a question, and then it, and people will just place them. I think. Okay, yeah. so here's here's my thing. Like beyond the kits of being able to actually the practical counters of being able to do it, um, you also have to think of what the implications are for other aspects. Like you you were saying, um, people aren't going to full clear as much because people don't know how to use them on offense, so they're just going to stash them on defense, and that that will absolutely happen. Um, I also think people are going to be putting suboptimal teams with them. Yeah. Like all I've seen so far with Jedi Luke, Jedi Master Luke, I'm sure he's good with like the scrub watch with like the bad Jedi. But all I've ever seen him with is like Jedi uh, Knight Luke with Revan and all of this. And people are going to be, if, if they're going to, if they want to put Jedi Master Luke on defense, like, and they want to put all those other things on defense as well, that's really going to mess up their attack strategy. Not to mention it's going to mess up our ability to scout. There's a lot of different things that are going to happen now. So um, right. I'm sure you've had, as you've said, you've been really focused on this. What kind of thoughts do you have? Well, so my first thought was to put the Jedi Knight Revan lead with Luke and Watt on defense with Gas and... Um, Jedi Luke, uh, because quite frankly, not that many people are going to know how to counter it. And you can counter it with your current arena teams, but nobody keeps their current arena teams. In fact, if you go up against somebody that always places Ray, 
Um, they're on defense. They're not going to be able to beat that Galactic Legend Luke team. So that was my first thought. And then I, I was kind of building out, okay, if I do that, how do I, how do I beat the other team? So place that up top, prevent them from getting the ships. I'm going to lose my Jedi Knight Revan and Jedi Knight Luke counter to Supreme Leader Kylo. So I need to keep a Kylo counter now. That's fine. Gas is on that team as well. So I can run Ray and the clones and that should in theory do it. Okay. That's that. Now I have to have a Ray counter and I have to assume the Ray is going to have Malik because that's what people are doing now. It's what I do now. So how am I going to counter that Ray when my Ray is going with Kylo? So now I have to keep Kylo to counter Ray just to put this galactic legend Luke on. Um, and so, okay, but that's fine. I can do that because if they can't beat Galactic Legend Luke and I can clear their board, that's fine. And then I go, okay, now how, what am I going to do if they put Galactic Legend Luke down? Well, Darth Revan's beating Luke, so now I have to keep my Darth Revan. And by the time I built out this plan, and I think it actually works, I've kept every team except for that Galactic Legend Luke team on offense, every good team at least, and... So I might stop them from clearing the board, but man, they're going to run through the rest of my defense like it's nothing. And there's no guarantee I beat their Galactic Legend Luke because I don't know what they're putting down. And I don't know if that's a strategy I want to uh, rely on. <laughs> so I've, I'm back to having no clue what I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, I guess the question is how the, how we're going to do with the mirror match with Jedi Master Luke too. Like who wins that mirror? Um, yeah. It, the first week is always a lot of uncertainty, honestly, and no one knows what the best compositions are. In addition, Arena, I mean, it's been established for a while, like Arena doesn't run the same things as uh, Galactic, uh, or as Grand Arena, Galactic Arena, okay. dear Lord. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I, we're also just going to see all these weird comps. I swear, like I've already seen like, Oh, here's here's the team that beats that beats uh, Jedi Master Luke is uh, I think you send it to me solo is oh, yeah. General Skywalker with Supreme Leader Kylo as just a peon in that team. Like he was, yeah, he hid crazy. behind the General Skywalker taunt. Yep. Yeah, like, uh, and that's that's fine. But I, if it works, it works. Uh, that may end up being what we do. I have no idea, yeah. but. We'll have more information next week and then we'll have more information next week and the next week and the next week. And then they will announce the next pair of Galactic <laughs> Legends. So yeah. uh, like just when I was just starting to feel comfortable with like, <laughs> I think I've got a, an off meta counter for every iteration that I've seen so far um, of the new Galactic Legends. I was really starting to learn their kits and dig deep into them, like figure them out. And now we've got new ones. So yeah. Uh, yeah, not, not really something to complain about. Galactic Legends haven't brought a lot of joy to my life, but at the same time, I they also I don't hate them as much as at certain points I have. I think cough you know, cough three v three. Well, dude, I swear, I I I the cynical part of me predicts we're going to have three v three next season just to drive sales on Galactic Legends and 
like because that, that's what 3v3 is to me like it, it, i know that i was just defending cg but um frankly like that's what 3v3 is because it, it's not what, what happens in 3v3 with sith eternal palpatine when he links two people out of the three that he's facing how he do wins. you count how do you counter him with anything other than a galactic legend and so yeah. that what 3v3 has become is marketing for galactic legends yeah yeah i mean it's true and you know force who just said it in chat galactic legends sucked until vader got his rework and i i completely agree with that um what's funny to me and i was thinking about this uh because of going back to reddit a reddit post where People are already saying Luke needs to get buffed. Darth Revan is beating him. It, you need to make Jedi immune to fear under his lead because people don't understand you need an off-meta counter to counter these Galactic Legends. So let's, you know, do this. And they're like, the other Galactic Legends can't be beat by Darth Revan. That, that's one of the comments. And I was like, do you guys not remember April when the way to counter Ray was... Darth Revan with Watt and uh, Brood Alpha, or the way to uh, counter Supreme Leader Kylo, which is a souped-up uh, Darth Revan team with the proper turn order. Like Darth Revan's always been the counter to Galactic Legends. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I had to laugh. People are like, people complain about power creep. I, yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, we could talk about that. We should probably move on. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I think um, I, I think this week is going to be very interesting. You know, I, I think we're going to see a lot of good players that might fall to one and two just because they're going to try something out and it's not going to work, uh, which I hope is not one of us. <laughs> but I think it's it's very easy. Like if somebody sets that Jedi Knight Revan team with uh, – Grandmaster Luke on defense and you don't have all the pieces needed to beat it like what are you going to do you're just going to kind of throw your hands up in the air for this week next week we might figure out that counter because people have already faced that team in territory war they're facing it in arena now a counter may be out there but if on Wednesday night I run into that team I'm just going to kind of look at it and be like well that sucks (laughs) yeah that's there's that uh Yep, there goes my perfect season. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's why I lost. Yeah, it'll be nice to have a scapegoat. It it will be. We'll we'll go back to the Xerath. I faced double galactic legends. (laughs) Yep, we'll we'll go through that again. Yep, quadruple galactic legends, guys, with both hands tied behind my back. It was epic. (laughs) And I had to walk uphill both ways. (laughs) Yeah, yep, that'll be a thing, unfortunately. God help us all. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's move on. Let's get this podcast kicking, I guess. Um, can click back to our actually actual outline to see what we're talking about. So speaking of Grand Arena's results, let's actually talk about ours. Um, if we we were, what, week two of Grand Arena this season. So how... How'd you uh, how'd you do at the start of it? Um, so the start of the week for me, uh, it, let me think. 
So this is the guy. I, last week, I had a perfect week in terms of my attacks. I, I, I beat every person in one shot. Like, it wasn't always super efficient, but uh, last week, I didn't fail a single attack. So I got all wins. This week, um, I, I failed my first attack, and it, um, not, not my very first attack, but the first attack of the season um, against a guy. He placed a Ray team, it wasn't, it wasn't that fancy of a Ray team, uh, really. I, I had it mostly under control. It, it did have, um, it, it did have Jedi training Ray. And so after doing, uh, after figuring out like what they probably had on defense and everything, you know, all the scouting and everything, I, I was like, okay, I can just use my Jedi Revan, uh, Jedi Luke and General Skywalker counter my Luke Nukem team, so to speak, um, to take out their ray team and it was going to work uh, there were a couple of things that went sideways and in, in the end it, it turned out that um, i needed to put it on auto if i had any hope of winning and um it, it was down to just finn with not much health at all he had like he was in the red health everyone else was dead he wasn't on damage immunity and all i had was jedi luke and hoda and and so I, I, he, I put it on auto with three seconds left. Jedi Luke was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stun Finn. I could, I could kill him, but I'm going to stun him first. And I was like, no. And so I timed out. He could, he easily could have just finished it for me. Uh, so guys put, put things on auto in, in grand arena that, that it works. Totally works. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I had a good laugh. Uh, the the good news was he couldn't even clear me. So like you and I were talking about it before the show. Like, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, it was funny. Like, stupid Luke decides to stun <laughs> everyone. Like, good 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 life decisions, Luke. Um, but but it's funny because I won. Like, if I had right. lost because of that, um, I I might be a little less chipper about it. Uh, so, so go started off the week strong with a win. How did your first match go solo? So, uh, first match was an interesting one because I was up against a shard mate. It was actually my alt shard mate, not not a shard mate of the main. Um, and she has a very strong roster. Very nice person in the shard. Like usually, the first to have every legendary. Had both Galactic Legends before most people had one, but was always willing to change the team out so people could take first. So good person. I felt horrible placing the defenses that I normally place. I actually made my defense one team easier because I just felt so bad. Um, and then she couldn't full clear my board <laughs> still. So I, I, <laughs> I got the win. Um, it, it was a fairly, <laughs> fairly easy win. She placed both Galactic Legends down. Um, you know, I was, I was able to get through them in one shot. And it was kind of, it was my easiest match of, uh, of the week. That's uh, easiest match of the season so far. Uh, that's for sure. So <laughs> it was, it was, it was interesting. Um, yeah. So we both started off 1-0. Uh, going into the second round, how How'd you uh, do with it? Uh, so, so my opponent, it was such a weird thing, man. So I, my, my group wasn't that strong to begin with in terms of lifetime banners, which is really the only indicator you really have unless you want to do like an in-depth scouting of everyone, which isn't something I 
care to do. So uh, the one guy who I thought could challenge me for lifetime banners, he actually lost his first round for whatever reason. Um, and so I, I ended up paired up against a guy that uh, it, he had okay lifetime banners, but not nothing too crazy. The thing was he runs a really uh, weird, like he always runs a night sister uh, cheese comp with Supreme Leader Kylo. And I didn't have time to practice that comp against that comp. And so I just took my Supreme Leader Kylo for offense, which it ended up like I ended up with, I full cleared him. I wasn't super efficient actually, because his teams were all like good banner drainers. And I didn't really put anything too crazy on defense to compensate for it. So like my my FU defense that I usually go for uh, was just not as strong. So I, I ended up clearing him, didn't have a wonderful score. Um, and then he started one-shotting my guys. He kept Ray for offense. I think he got like 61 against Padme, um, for instance. So it was, it was pretty nerve-wracking. He was attacking live. I was watching his attacks and just tallying it up. And in the end, he, had, uh, he was to my fleet zone. He needed a uh, 64 and a 64, and he would tie uh, on me. And I was like, okay, I, I probably got this because I have negotiator on, on defense. I have my Tarkin Empire's te Empire team that sucks, but you know, I, have, I have two chances for him to mess up. And so I was like, I bet negotiator just wins this for me right now. So he goes in on negotiator and get 64 and it was like hashtag f like not <laughs> awesome was not happy i was uh, i was so he immediately jumped into fighting my uh tarkin squad and i'm like i think i'm just screwed i think i'm screwed like he got fit he got 64 all he needs is a 64 65 he can undersize it with malevolence or something like he's got all his good fleets i bet he's just gonna destroy me and then um so I, I was like, I can't even look at this. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll come back and I'll look. And when I came back, uh, my Tarkin fleet was still there uh, with a few holes in it. Uh, but he had failed an attack on it. And uh, so I won. And so I, I can only conclude that it was totally reasonable and, um, and a good move on my end to just... Uh, take Supreme Leader Kylo there and not replace him <laughs> with anything significant. That's the only conclusion I can draw. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, actually, I mean, I, I even said it in my video on it later. I, it was, it, it was irresponsible of me. I wish I'd had time to practice that counter. At the very least, I should have changed my defenses up significantly, but I didn't. And I came real close. If it was a better player, I think I would have, uh, paid the ultimate price, which is uh, taking a loss. So, yeah. <laughs> the, so such an ultimate price. So what, um, that, that was nerve wracking, poor choice. And it actually, the echoes of that match go into my next one. But first, uh, so how was your match? This has been an awful Grand Arena season for me. Um, just, uh, and when I say that, I mean, in going up against tough opponents literally every round. Like, most people have an easy week one. My week one sucked, and I went up against people that all had, like, 450 lifetime banners. Uh, this round, or round two, I went up against a guy that had been full cleared a total of one time in the past 12 Grand Arena matches. Um, and that one time he was cleared... It was at the end of last season 
and his opponent only scored like an 1837. So his opponent lost like six or seven times to get the full clear. So, and basically what he does is he sets down a uh, Kylo cancer team that kills any off meta counters. He sets down a Ray triple tank team and has her modded for super high tenacity to try and stop Vader. So I came up with a plan to, I kept both galactic legends for offense. I loaded up defense with like gas, Padme, Darth Revan, CLS, just basically everything else that was going to steal banners and potentially stop him. Uh, and so I went into the Ray versus Ray mirror and timed out. I was so pissed because, so here's the thing. Uh, in Ray versus Ray mirrors, when it's, you know, this, these grand arena teams, not, not the Jedi Titan teams in arena, but the grand arena, you know, resistance hero bros and a bunch of tanks. Like I usually go in with Ray resistance hero, Finn, JTR, BB-8 and R2 and it makes your Ray team so incredibly fast. And um, I usually can finish for 58 plus banners in the Ray mirror match because you basically stealth everybody, but Ray, she absorbs a bunch of the uh, saber throws and you don't lose anyone. Well, the problem is he had Ray or he had his JTR as one of the tanks on his team his JTR kept ability blocking my team. So I couldn't get all my ability block or abilities off, which means uh, they were taking turns and doing no damage. Like Finn couldn't do uh, his turn meter swap, etc. And so his Ray was constantly going into ultimate. And I went back and watched the video. His Ray was in ultimate for two, two out of the five minutes of that fight. <laughs> Cause his Ray was constantly um, getting the ultimate because my team is so fast and building up her ultimate bar so fast. Uh, so I timed out there and then I one shot the rest of the board. I mean, I just full cleared everything, get to the fleet and he placed post. It was um, Anakin, Ahsoka and the Y wing with negotiator. And that is the one team that can cause me a lot of problems problems with malevolence because Ahsoka goes so fast and just basically does her big hit. And if it crits, you're basically screwed. And of course hers crit uh, one of the members of my team. I end up losing that battle and then having to clean up with, I think finalizer, I cleaned it up with finalizer. And so I had two losses, which sucked. Um, my defense did its job and I got the defensive hold that I was expecting to get right on my Darth Revan team because he likes to put Malik with, um, put Malik with his Supreme Leader Kylo. So he wouldn't be able to mirror match it. And so I got the hold, but I only got one hold. I didn't get two. And so I full cleared somebody that's been full cleared a total of once in the past. And I still ended up, with the loss, which sucked. Uh, I'm still quite cranky about that one because he's not even a good player. He just places these defenses that let him make a lot of mistakes. 
which I do too. So I really can't, that's not a judgment on him. It's just frustration with myself that I timed out on that JTR team. Um, so frustrated still. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. And I mean, you, we're both competitive players. Like we, we both hate to lose uh, yeah. like a ton. So <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, brother. Uh, that's uh, so frustrating. Um, yeah. But anyway, so round three, um, you're going into it 2-0. How did you finish off this week? Um, so I... All right, so I ran into a guy. I was like, man, he's got really low lifetime banners. I don't know how he got here. I'm uh, just probably going to cruise to a win. And uh, he only had Supreme Leader Kylo. And I was like, man, this is awesome. This is like the easiest finals ever. And then he messages me and he's like, hey, dude, I, I watched, I've been watching your videos a lot, like all the time, I think was the phrase he used. Um, he... He was like, yeah, you, uh, like, just recently, I just start, or in the past couple months, I've just started taking Grand Arena seriously. That's why my lifetime banners are so low. Um, and, and so, like, he had, he, he'd studied a lot of things. He put, man, he put a lot of good stuff on defense. But what I did for this match, I was like, all right, so I have the advantage uh, against, uh, against, in Galactic Legends. I have the material advantage here. I'm going to push that home as hard as I can. So I went crazy on defense. I had both Galactic Legends on defense along with my full bastard Darth Revan and uh, General Skywalker 501st and Padme and uh, the Resistance or Jedi Training Ray with the Resistance Heroes and Geos. Um, so I just went all out defense. Uh, he placed a Darth Revan team, full bastard Darth Revan team that was really fast. I was like, all right, I got my Commander Luke Chupio team. I got this to counter it. And um, <clears throat> and then I, I took a shot at Bastila, which I was assured I would just blow her away at, on the first volley. And she was in like, she must've had like a hundred health left, I think total, um, but she survived. And then I didn't get another turn and they cleared me. And uh, so that was stressful. Um, and then my, <clears throat> in addition, he also placed Supreme Leader Kylo on defense. So it was one Galactic Legend. And so that was, uh, so I, I took my my Jedi Luke team, uh, Jedi Rev and Jedi Luke, and it was real, real dicey. I ended up with 48 banners on that. Uh, I, I won, but it was, it was really close because I didn't land the ability block. Uh, which seems to be a common recurring theme for me lately. I just can't land that ability block. Maybe people are putting tenacity on their Kylos. I don't know. Uh, but it it was pretty stressful. So I'm, I'm like, so he, st he has a turn meter loaded Darth Revan team here. I don't know what can kill it. So after kind of like thinking through the last few plays, I was like, okay, I think Darth Revan and Bastila have to do basics in their next few attacks. So. I took my bounty hunters and prayed that I had remembered everything correctly. And um, I apparently had because I went in, uh, went in with Bosk lead and was able to just get one shot off on, but I guess it took two hits. Django took a pot shot, took her protection off and then Django executed her. Um, so, 
So yeah, uh, I killed Bastila. Once Bastila is gone, the rest of that team just folds to Bosk Bounty Hunters as long as you have good Bosk Bounty Hunters uh, because every time they gain those decks of ferocity, it heals your health and protection. And so yeah. it took a little bit to chew through that Malak squad, but I, or through Malak himself, but I did. And I ended up with 40 banners on that Darth Revan squad, uh, which is... Yeah, uh, so that was good. Ended up getting a really good, efficient rest of the clear. He didn't really put much else on defense. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it worked out okay. And then he went for his attacks. He one-shot my top zone, and then he, he started dropping some banners. And in the end, I beat him by around 80. He did get the full clear, which was impressive. Um, pretty stressful match, though, uh, for... For a match that I was going into it, I thought I was just going to destroy him. So, <laughs> um, I mean, big shout out to him. Good kudos to him. And he, he also, he always attacks way later. And he he agreed to, like, he stayed up late. He's, he's uh, in the UK and he stayed up late just to make his first a couple attacks so that uh, to get to my back zone, just so that I could show my stream what uh what teams i had and that that is so awesome like he he gave up a little bit of advantage to that as well uh so huge shout out huge kudos to him it was a good match um ended up at three and oh so i'm six and oh on the season so far and uh yeah i'm, I'm doing well this season i suppose though luke is going to change that next week <laughs> potentially maybe. yeah maybe yeah uh, and so you lost your your most recent one. How did your third round go solo? Did you bounce uh, back? I did, but here's the thing: ever I hate losing either the first. Well, I hate losing. Period. But losing either the first or second match is always worse than losing the championship match because in the back of your head, you just get that little feeling that like you're going to go on tilt and what happens if you lose this next one. Um, and it honestly makes me much more paranoid in my play. Uh, but I was up against a person for, I think, three rounds in a row set the same exact defense. Uh, and I mean, same exact. It was Ray Malik, and then, you know, a few other hard teams. They, it wasn't necessarily an easy defense. But so I tailored my offense to basically the exact eight teams that they were going to set. And then I open up the board and, oh, look, there's a Mon Mothma team that I wasn't expecting. Huh. They changed their defense. <laughs> so that was fun. Luckily, uh, I, luckily they didn't change it that much. They always keep Supreme Leader Kylo for offense uh, and always place Ray Malik on defense. So, Despite the timeout the previous round, I went in with my Ray team and I mirrored it for, uh, I think I only got 56 banners because of a lucky saber throw uh, when JTR came out of stealth. But so I was able to clear that. I set my Kylo's Kylo mirror matches are awful no matter who you are. And my Kylo is faster. And, you know, that always, of course, has an effect on the mirror match. So I set my Kylo with basically a B team. It was like Kylo, Hux, Phasma, First Order Stormtrooper, and then Special Forces TIE Pilot because I kept my um, 
I kept my KRU team to counter his Night Sisters with Watt. And I did that successfully. And I kept my Sith Trooper, my uh, First Order Sith Trooper, to pair with Vader because I needed a little extra punch to take out one of his teams. So I paired my Sith Trooper under Vader. And I, I mean, I, I was able to basically easily full clear the board. Um, and then my opponent cleared one zone, tried the mirror match for Kylo, lost the mirror match, left alone Kylo, couldn't kill the lone Kylo, so jumped up to my top zone and beat Padme. What was the... No, beat uh, my Dooku team that was up there. Couldn't beat my CLS team that was on defense. Couldn't beat my Padme team that was on defense. And then just said, nope, I'm done, and stopped attacking. So I finished strong, which is good going into this next round. Since there's so much uncertainty with the new Galactic Legends heading into the next round, at least it's good to end the last one with a win. It is. Um, yeah, I think my favorite one to lose, well, I guess I guess if I have to lose, I would prefer to lose the finals. But, um, yeah, it's... I'll just say it sucks to lose the first match of a week. Um, it does. <laughs> just sets a, sets a lot of pressure up for the rest because you're like, I cannot lose any more matches this week. Right. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it happens, man. Well, you'll bounce back, though. It, it'll it'll come. You'll, you'll end will. up 10 and 2. You'll be good. <laughs> Knock on wood. Let, let's hope. Um, who knows with these Galactic Legends? Maybe I do set that Jedi Knight Revan team <laughs> on defense and just – see if people can clear it. Um, yeah. Maybe you do. Who knows? Well, we, we will see. Yeah. Uh, so that's talking about the week. That brings us into our podcast questions, which oh, there, was, there was actually a question in chat early on. Well, I'll ask the first question, but it was a good one to add into here if I can catch up to it. Um, all right, so first question is, should CG put a cap on how many Galactic Legends can be placed on defense? It seems absurd to have to fight down four Galactic Legend teams when there are only seven defense teams in total. How do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, no, they shouldn't. <laughs> I, I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I get not wanting to... Uh, Again, not wanting to have to face all four of those. Uh, if they start restricting that, though, it's it it's really going to turn into a mess like that. That's like artificial balance, in my opinion. Um, we're we're going to need to we're going to need to we're going to need to come up with some off meta counters, but if those don't exist, we'll have to keep some galactic legends for offense. If we're going to be balanced and we want to be able to beat some of these a-holes who place all of their galactic legends on defense, like that, those are the options. Like if we don't develop off meta counters to them that are different from the current ones we have, cause we don't have enough. Like if, if Vader can, can take out Luke and take out Ray, that's great. He can't take out both, though. You need something else. So, you know, you only have, we only all have one Watt and only all have one Thrawn. Um, <laughs> Isn't that the truth? You know, uh, uh, I think it, 
it's going to be crappy for a while. If, if people want to place four Galactic Legends on defense, man, I'll, I'll be so irritated, but I guess we'll get through it. Uh, what, what's your take? Yeah, I don't, I, I'm with you in that I don't think that they should restrict it. I can tell you I will not be happy. Like, I'll be miserable fighting through it if somebody places all four on defense. You know, it was nice. The nice thing with Ray and Kylo, it, with those just those two, is to counter them with off-meta, you know, their standard comps. We won't get into the other builds. The standard comps didn't have crossover. Uh, you know, Kylo was the Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke. Uh, Ray was, I mean, most people are using the Vader counter or Thrawn lead counter with Vader or Piet lead or whatever, basically Vader. Um, now, so we're throwing in two more Galactic Legends. If you just need the same teams to beat these Galactic Legends, like you said, there's only one Watt, only one Thrawn. That's going to be extremely frustrating. Um, I'm a little less worried about it in Grand Arena because if they set all four on defense and I set two on defense, they're going to have to beat my two, and I'm going to set them in a way that it's not easy for an off-meta counter. Uh, and then I'll still clear their Ray and their Kylo with my off-meta counter. But I'm – Territory War is going to be miserable. Um, if you get, you know, one of these guilds that has more Galactic Legends than you, and so they just set all of their Galactic Legends, I am not excited at all to have to plan out a territory war like that. (sighs) Just, you know, we are not, well, I'm not. You're in a guild that will face all 200 Galactic Legends on defense, but your guild won't care about it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just just take our two Zetas and be happy. Right. But so I am in a guild. It's kind of funny when you get to the next level down. So, you know, there's like, you know, Goms and chat with the Wolfpack, who are probably the best PVP guild out there because they do what they do. They have whales, but they don't have, you know, like the, okay, we have 9 million GP type whales, right. or at least a lot of them. Um, when you get to the next level down, which is where my guild and your alt guild are of 310 million. You have a lot of people that want to take territory war seriously, but you have a lot of people that don't have everything that's needed to beat, you know, 200 galactic legends or even a hundred galactic legends. Um, So it's a very interesting kind of divide of how do you take the territory war seriously not have everything needed and then go up against the guild that has more galactic legends than you and just sets everything on defense. And that's, that's where we are. And that's where I am not excited to be (laughs) because um, having to run that territory war is going to be miserable. Yeah. For both of us, brother. I mean, you, you've been doing the majority of the legwork. I'm glad I can, assist a little bit but we're both it just drags us both down further so <laughs> it, it does it does um, oh, man. 
Yeah, oh, that's going to be miserable. Um, but with that said, I also don't want them to restrict it because I don't want – there's nothing worse to you enjoying a game than the company telling you what you can and can't do, basically. Um, I, that would be miserable to me. Now, if they want to change the board – specifically in Grand Arena and add more slots or use more of the roster and change how the board is developed so that it can accommodate for Galactic Legends better, I am all for that. Like, change the board up, add more teams, uh, make it more strategy so it's not four out of seven are Galactic Legends, but it's four out of nine are Galactic Legends, and there's still half of a board to go through. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want CG telling me how to place the defense. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just tired of the boards. They need to get new boards. Like I remember they when do. they first came out with Territory Wars, they were like, and this is just like the first thing. Like I remember, actually, I remember in Territory Wars, they used to just give like small flavor uh, boosts to different squads. Like First Order has just like... Um, they all start with advantage or something like right. that, like small buffs that make them a slightly more relevant, but don't really change a huge amount of the dynamics. Um, I don't know that I necessarily want to go back to that, but I remember like they're changing that all the time. I was excited. Like we're, we're going to see new boards. It's going to be fun. All this, all the strategy is going to change. Right. And then nothing like for a while they dabbled in making mace uh, like way overpowered and, and uh, like taking away, units uh, random characters just making them unavailable to our roster and oh god that was the worst i was so angry about that so stupid and it's like okay i want to run bounty hunters but i don't have bosk so right. like screw and this the worst part about that is they went and released polls on the forum and so all the trolls were like well in case we fight fight a whale guild we don't want them to have these four characters and you're like and it was in, you know, groups. It's not like pick four. It was like, okay, you don't want that to have Raid Han because you haven't completed the pit raid yet. Um, but then you're losing like Raid Han, Bosk, and KRU or something. It was, it was awful. Um, ugh. <laughs> yeah, what a mess. <laughs> it, it was. But I will say that Territory War map, I think is what started the myth of placing bounty hunters on defense because you had the boss lead, which was already strong. And then it was bounty hunters in first order that got the buffs. And so yeah. the bounty hunters were much stronger than they were in grand arena in yeah, territory right. war. Cause they had one, they had the first buff and they had that buff for like six months or eight months or whatever it was. Um, and so people transferred that from Territory War to Grand Arena, and that's why, I mean, for to this day, people still are like, Bosk is great on defense as a lead, and it's because way back in the day, he, he was buffed up more than he normally was. It was harder to kill more than he normally was because of that Territory War map. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's – I think it'll – I, I just wish that they would change things a little yeah. bit in like territory wars needs a big, a, a big revamp. 
to, yeah. for for like high end ish players like me who I just don't. Uh, so nothing at all against the guys who want to play territory wars hardcore and what they want to change mods and like, like now now guilds are doing zoom calls for every territory war attack like <laughs> i'm not interested in that for one extra zeta mat i'm just not at all even yeah. remotely interested in that and if the other people want to do it great i want people to have fun and you know etc great they totally respect like what wolfpack is doing and they're beating like some really legitimately strong guilds uh and you know fc nova's doing making some waves as well um like it's cool but the the ultimate reward is just like it's cool it's not like we're not getting any material gain for me to be interested in territory wars i just need to see something substantially different and i think that there's a lot of guys who are like me maybe they're not quite as high gp some of them are higher i'm sure um i'm i'm guessing that there's a lot of people who would like to see a pretty dramatic shift in territory wars because right now i was excited when my guild had to face ka and wolfpack because i didn't have to do anything (laughs) like i i was like great we have the weekend off we have the whole week off so Right. Um, that sounds it's, ridiculous, but I, I, I would love new maps or something. I would love, well, I, I want to change just because we it's literally been the same thing. I mean, at this point, I can tell you the teams that we're going to face. You know, it varies. What varies at our level? You know, I, I don't know about the cause and the wolf packs and, at that level, but our level, I can tell you two of the three teams that I can almost guarantee are going to be placed. And then the question is, which B-plus team is going to be placed on defense? Like, just because we've been doing the same thing now for, God, since when Territory War started, I think our guild was at 60 million GP. And now it's a 310 million GP guild, which tells you how long we've been doing this. And the map is exactly the same. Like I can already tell you, there's going to be a, two general grievous zones. They're probably going to be towards the front. Uh, if they outnumber you in Galactic Legends, you're going to see all their Galactic Legends on defense. If you outnumber them on Galactic Legends, they're going to have one of the Galactic Legends on defense, but it's going to be hiding in the back, so you have to save the counters. Like It's the same thing, basically, every time. And um, I'd like to see a change there. At the same time, it gets said way too often, but they need to change the matchmaking up so that it doesn't encourage... I shouldn't even say encourage, because our guild accidentally sandbags all the time as well. You brought it up earlier. Of Sometimes people just don't join. Like We had a member of our guild who has participated in every single territory war uh, since he joined the guild, but he was in the path of the hurricane recently that was threatening, uh, I forget where he lives, but he was in the path of a hurricane. Uh, so he said, guys, I might not have power. You know, I, I want to concentrate on my family. I'm not going to join. We had somebody else say the same thing. And so just because people were protecting themselves in real life, we went in a couple people down and it wasn't because we forced it. It's just, 
hey, a hurricane's coming towards them. They're going to be worried more about that than their fam- or, and their family than they are about territory war. And uh, that happens. Like, real life happens. And like you said, when that happens, sometimes you get matched up against people and just roll over them. And I don't think anybody thinks that's fun. Uh, the extra Zeta is great, but it's, it's awful on both sides because it's not fun to just steamroll somebody. It's not fun to get steamrolled. Like, just change the matchmaking to overall GP and of the guild, not of the people that signed up, because that's what the problem is. Well, yeah, it's man, the it's going to be real interesting, actually. So next, this coming Friday, we're going to have Dylar on our <laughs> uh, Friday on our Gambit uh, fight night. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. We're going to see him attack. Um, but he's he's in one of those the intentionally sandbagging guilds, and I'm real interested. Like we're gonna have to take just a little time just to like <laughs> talk to him about it because it, he defends it pretty uh, like he's he's pretty strongly uh, opposed to the people who oppose sandbagging. Like he's he fights it, yeah. so I'll, I'll be interested to see his take on it. Um, yeah, uh, the yeah. whole sandbagging issue is so interesting because it's it's not cheating. It's, it's just not. it's absolutely not. It's it's a flaw in the matchmaking. But if if you were it's, let's say you're a 320 million GP guild and you only sign up 42, but you're facing another 320 million GP guild, um, and now you're down eight members, you're not going to do that intentionally. Like just that it's such an easy fix and CG has gone out there and said, well, we we don't see what the problem is. Like this doesn't happen that often. And so they set up a post on the forum and I I think it was actually T money um, from operation metaverse, like kind of led this charge of, okay, we're going to collect this data and show you how often it happens. Then six months go by and literally nothing uh, from CG. Um, Yeah. It was, like, it's it's not cheating. And I will completely agree with Dylar when he says, hey, we're not doing anything wrong with the game. Um, it's the same exact thing as I'm not going to put relics on my G13 characters uh, because I want better matchups. Like, it's, it's the same exact thing. Uh, it is. It's gaming the system. It's playing within the right. confines of the, you know, of the system. And what what's happening is people are defining what, uh, it, like the they're assigning different, uh, I don't know, judgment values to to these things to these topics. Like some people say, like it's not honorable to like not to have your full guild join. And other people are like, uh, you know. No, we want to win. Like the, we have right. more, we have more loyalty to our guild, uh, getting more rewards so that we can compete better. So we're gonna try to sandbag because it's going to actually make us a better guild. Like there's a ton of different takes on it. Everyone has their different values, and people are trying to assign morals in a situation where, uh, like, it's not against the rules. So now the only rules that we have are you know player imposed, and everyone's just believes different stuff. So. Right. It's, it's completely subjective. It's like my anti-Night Sister cheese in 
P3 of the Sith raid. Like, I completely think that endless loops violate the, uh, you know, the intention of the game. I understand that it's helped people beat the Sith raid faster than they would have. I understand a lot of people don't care, especially now that Kylo can uh, solo the Sith raid, but back when he couldn't. Like, I understand people were just like, it's a Sith raid, like, get it over with. I was in a guild where you could use that. I had the team. I had the ability to do it. I just personally felt dirty um, doing it because I I think it's a broken area of the game. You shouldn't abuse a broken area of the game. But that's me. Like, I don't think anything bad about the people that do it or that encouraged it or that have their guild set up to use it. Like, I, I don't think anything bad. It's just... I personally don't want to do it because I, f- I feel like it's a broken area of the game. It's the same idea like where people that are very anti-sandbagging now are like, instead of me not caring about the other people doing it, it would be the same as me saying, you guys are scum because you do it this way just to get higher scores on the Sith raid. And so, <laughs> it's hard to apply morals to a game that has no morals. Like, they're not breaking yeah. the rules of the game. They're not cheating. It's not like they're cheating to beat you. They're not having somebody jump onto their account because they don't know how to do the moves. And so somebody else is playing on their account to beat you. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. We're, I don't know how we're talking so much about territory wars. Dear Lord. What's wrong yeah. with this? What is wrong with us? Seriously, there must be something wrong with us because we just spent a huge amount of time talking about it. I'm letting my hate... Here's the thing. We won both rounds uh, this week and I still hated every second of it. Um, so let's let's move on. Let's we, have move more, on. we have more podcast questions. I'll read the yeah. next one. Um, <laughs> on a scale of one to, oh God, no, how excited... On a scale of one to oh god no, how excited would you be for four Galactic Legends three v three? The answer is oh god no, and then no no no. Please stop kicking it. It's dead. No, <laughs> that's that's my answer to that question because that's going to be miserable. Um, yeah, yeah, just like endless screaming on my end, like just. It's going gonna, it, it's gonna to happen, though. We're going to get to slog through that, and we'll somehow get on here every week and talk about it. But yeah, and we'll, even, we'll even find a way to win most of our matches. But I swear, dude, the, I was looking at my records for, uh, like, I've kept track of what my record was for every Grand Arena uh, season. <laughs> and I've gotten 10 and 2 or better every single 5v5 season. And... Every three v three season we've had, I've gone nine and three, or I've gone last last three v three. I just super mailed it in. Apparently, I went eight and four. Still made Kyber in all of them, but I just and and I think the the underlying current here is like one of the seasons I was pretty excited about it, um, and I still only got nine and three. Uh, ran into some pretty rough matches, but um, the the other ones, I think I just like some part of me just kind of mailed it in. I, I'm not excited to see four Galactic Legends in 3v3. So, I mean, we already talked about it a little. We don't need to discuss it more. I really, 
really don't look forward to it unless they do something, some mitigating thing where they release a character like the revamp of Vader, someone I think Forsy yeah. was saying it in chat, like he Vader made it so much more awesome. Like Galactic Legends made the game a lot worse until we had Vader and once Vader got reworked, I've been good with Galactic yeah. Legends. If we get another transcendent character that somehow even uh, like solves Galactic Legends in 3v3, I'll probably have a much better outlook on it. Yeah, if there's, there should be a counter to any team that's in the game, especially the vanilla teams. Like, it's one thing if somebody theorycrafts this amazing team using, I don't know, like, cup lead, even though he doesn't have a lead, and two random things that nobody would ever think about. And CG was like, oh, man, we didn't think about that. I'm sorry that there's not a counter. But, like, when it's just a vanilla team that can't be countered that that's what starts to frustrate me so it's like you guys knew it coming into this game mode that there was going to be no counter like how how would you think that it's fun like from even from a building the game perspective of how do you want your players to keep playing the game if they become more frustrated than enjoy the game that's when players leave so if you're gonna give us a game mode Make sure we're able to compete in the game mode. Even if it means I have to farm up random player, or gear up random character B, and the first week I just don't have him um, geared and so I lose, that's fine as long as I know that there is a hope at the end of the tunnel as opposed to just a, all right, this team's placed. Good luck. You know, that that's uh, that's what's frustrating and I think there is zero thoughts of a 3v3 game mode when they balance these characters when they release them. Yeah, I mean, they, they can't. They can't balance them for 3v3 and 5v5. Right. And, and not just take forever to actually make them work. Right. I, yeah, so. Oh, man. Yeah, someone in the chat, Aldo's saying that's why they hired the new PR guy. Yeah, Hopefully. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, so, so let's see. What's, what's the next question? I can pull that up here. Um, what is the spending amounts each month or so you would associate with your favorite aquatic animals? <laughs> oh, that's fun. I didn't oh. see that before. So, I mean, I have thought about this before because I know people have tried to classify. I don't think it's, I don't think of it in terms of spending per month. I think of it in terms of, you know, the old Kraken literally just has everything. Like, new tune comes out, he has it, it's R7 already. Um, entire roster, G13, etc. Yep, you just assume that they have every single thing. Right. Uh, whale would be, okay, I want this toy. I have this toy. <laughs> like, they might not have the cups and the Tuscans and the mob enforcers of the world at G13. But when you say Piet Lead can now be used to counter Galactic Legend, they say, I now have an R7 Piet Lead. Is that good enough? Um, that's my take on whale. <laughs> uh, 
And then the dolphin, I, I would say, is more of the every once in a while, since you love Hamilton, uh, every once in a while they pick their shot. And they're not going to uh, lose their shot. Uh, you know, they might say, okay, I can, I can spend on one character. Piet looks really fun and he's needed. I'll get him. But the next four characters I have to do free to play. Like that, that's my, that's kind of how I break them down in my head. Do you think any differently or? Uh, that's, that's about it. You know, they, yeah. I, I agree. Like, so I was, I, I think I've fallen, I've become a whale now. Um, I, you know, my means in the game have changed now that I've creating content, I'm making a little more money. Um, so I can afford a couple more things and there's more pressure in a way to actually uh, produce content using the new toys. So, uh, you know, and I, I don't really mind it. It's, it's fine. Um, if you want like associated money value to this, to these, um, I mean, it is hard because things wax and wane, but I, w- I would say like uh, Krakens can spend, like they just have an open-ended, like they, they just spend as much as, I mean, I've talked to some Krakens who are like, yeah, it, when a pack comes out, I don't actually look what's in it. I just buy it. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, wow, that's amazing. But, um, you know, uh, when, when I would, I would say like, if you're a whale, you're probably right around like the 300, 200 to 300 a month ish. Like you're okay with spending that much. Um, it, you know, once you pass that 300 a month, it might, it, you might be classified as a Kraken <laughs> is my guess. Um, yeah. You know, it, when I was a, when I was a dolphin though, I, and I've been a dolphin for basically like about five months into the game, I started spending some money and I, I I always thought that I was firmly entrenched in dolphinhood at uh, like 50 to a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. That's, that's fair. You know, and I think you can be a dolphin for a little more, but um, yeah, that's, that's about what I would say. Like I never, as a dolphin, I, I never bought a new character. The closest I ever came to it was I finished nest off. Uh, She was at six stars and I really wanted her at seven stars. So I, I spent crystals to get her those hundred shards and that, that's about as close as I ever got. Now, now I'm spending some actual real money on new characters, shards and whatnot. But. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I would say I have moved closer to the whale category during this pandemic has actually has nothing to do with content creation, which has helped. It's, I'm working from home. So I, I went, cause I was thinking about this the other day about my budget. Um, so I went from spend buying two tanks of gas every week to buying one tank of gas every two and a half to three weeks. I'm no longer eating lunch out. Like I'm no longer going to the bar on Tuesday and Friday nights. Like I started saving so much money in my entertainment budget that it, it just kind of went to this. <laughs> which, you know, hopefully will end when the world opens back up. But until then, it's fun doing it this way. Well, and to be real clear for our listeners, like uh, neither Solo or like neither of us assign any, like there's not a big, a huge value to like you being, being a Kraken is no worse, better or worse than being free to play. 
Oh yeah, no, like, not at all. I, I've you done it. Do what makes you happy. I've done it every way. The first two years I played this game, I played almost completely free to play. The only money I spent was on the twenty-one day crystal booster packs. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I got a new job at work, and I spent a little bit, and now I'm saving so much money by not going to the bar. Uh, that money has to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's that's totally fine. It'll be interesting to shift. Like for me, I, I'm I'm like, what what's going to even happen when uh, you know, like if I try to stop spending money on this game, like that's that's going to be the true uh, test. Uh, like, what? <laughs> I just wonder yeah. how, how I'm going to react. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So. Final question of the night, and it was actually one that was in chat, said above, um, why do people run Chewbacca with all tenacity mods? And this is this is an easy one, but I figured it was a good one to answer. Um, sure. Um, so, I mean, my whole reason for it is uh, just because I... <laughs> I, I I want to be able to counter General Skywalker uh, with Commander Luke. That's that's it. That's my reason. Um, that's yep. Like uh, General Skywalker gets up, he does his big daze move, and if you can resist that daze on Chewie, then you have a way higher chance of being able to counter uh, or to be able to win. If he does stick daze on you then you are probably just sunk. So like that, that one single data point, it, it's, it's very important to be able to, um, to be able to get there. So that's, that's my start and finish reason of having Chewy modded that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. And I guess we have a little time. Uh, so Wolf wants to know, uh, discussion of GL Luke in the upcoming Light Side Geo. Huh. I I actually have thought about that a lot, and I don't. We, we don't have to spend too much time on it. I still don't know if I'm going to use Jedi Knight Revan lead or uh, Grandmaster Luke lead. I, I don't know because that Jedi Knight Revan lead of restoring the protection has come in very handy. So I don't know if it's going to be better to have Luke as a secondary character with Jedi Knight Revan. Because my Jedi Knight Luke team, wait, God, too many Lukes, too many Lukes. My Jedi Knight Luke team is four for four, all four days. So I'm not going to switch that up of, what is it? It's Jedi Knight Luke lead, Gas, Hoda, Old Ben, and I think Barris. Yeah, I think that's the team. And so the question is in the other Jedi mission, it's going to be Jedi Knight Revan, I think you have to switch it to a Jedi Knight or a Jedi Galactic Grumpface Luke. There we go. Um, it'll be Grumpface. I think it's probably going to be Grumpface lead, but I'm still not sure. Um, uh, so I think I think that the lead for Jedi Luke is actually amazing for uh, the the territory battle format. Yeah. Like. Uh, just because you do, you can plan it so well. Like as long as Luke has his stun available, um, 
what you do, you just finish the fight uh, and you can do it with any of the Jedi you have on your team. You finish the fight with uh, the, the lead leadership ability thing uh, that everyone gets, the Jedi's will thing. And you, you do a mass assist, kill the guy. Luke gets 100% turn meters. So he's ready in the next uh, round. You just stun everyone. And then you have a whole, you know, a whole slew of turns to be able to keep working on stuff. And, you know, like you just jump from one phase to the next and you have a huge advantage. And I don't know the, like, so Grump Face is going to help with that. Because your, your Jedi do get kind of uh, spread pretty thin in the later, uh, in the later phases. And I do think he's going to help. Uh, so my guild, actually, we we started running a uh, like GK lead in tier three um, yeah. in, in the one yeah. right next to the Kiati Mundi one. So there's like a, a General Kenobi with a, a bunch of like it's only Galactic Republic Jedi. And so there's all these holes on, on all these different uh, Jedi teams that uh, that like Grump Face could just step in and help. Um, It'll be nice to have him. I I don't know. It'll be really interesting to me to see how he shifts, uh, how he shifts things for us. Yeah. Uh, I will likely um, wait to do my battles <laughs> until Fatal puts out a video because when it comes to territory battles, my God, he he just has the analysis down. <laughs> yeah, that's his thing for sure. Hopefully he puts out a video in the first day and I can do my battles, you know, in the last 12 hours. Don't kill me, Bodhi, if you're listening. Um, but, yeah, I, I think for at least now, my my Jedi, Jedi Knight Luke team is not getting touched uh, because I, I, I go four for four on days one. Well, I go four for four every day, but in phase two, you have that stupid gas mission. Uh, <laughs> so I have to take gas off the Jedi Knight Luke team, and which is disappointing. I think I, I think I put. Um, I think I just used Yoda with him there. I, I don't remember now. And Gom in chat said he doesn't really want to. He has to use Ezra. I will say, Gom, when I was testing Grandmaster Luke in Arena today. I was trying to test Kylo teams to see how low I could go uh, to beat the Kylo teams with Grandmaster Luke. And Ezra hits like a truck under Grandmaster Luke. I mean, because I think my Ezra's R3 or R4, and he was just slaughtering KRU left and right. Um, So he he might be a good addition to that team, actually. Uh, Yeah. All right, so why don't we move into the final segment of the night, Uh, and that is our alts. We both have alts. Uh, Mine is a, I think, fat 6.3, 6.4 million GP now. Yours is much lower, but still growing. (laughs) It's it's growing fairly well. It's it's. Are you going to be in Division One soon? I'm growing at a much faster rate than makes me comfortable. <laughs> uh, it seems ridiculous that my alt could ever be in the same division as my main. And we've over discussed it. So let's not talk about how we need yeah. a new division in Grand Arena, but we, we right. absolutely do. Um, yeah. So my alt is 4.1 million now. 
and yep. 4.5 is the cutoff. And I'm on a pretty sick win streak right now. I'm, let's see. I think going into this week, I was at like 76 wins in a row. Uh, I got I got top three uh, in Division Three last last season, and this week, man, it, this must be the I don't know. This was the such an easy week though. It was so stress free. Like I just destroyed everyone for really good <laughs> banners. Like it, it wasn't yeah. close at, at all. Um, like the two guys. The two guys who tried. So my my middle guy, uh, he was a he apparently just won the the coin flip of auto deploys. So I beat him because uh, he didn't try at all. He didn't deploy anything. Um, but then the first match I had that the guy, the guy only beat maybe two of my zones. The third match I had in the finals, uh, the guy beat one zone. That was it. That was yeah. all. Um, so actually I have no proof that I used Ewoks on defense at any point because no one actually attacked my Ewoks this whole week. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. It's it's so silly, man. Division two, but I, I I'm playing the mod or the relic game where I, I only have relic three or lower on every character and I just get these crazy easy matchups. Um yeah. My first, my my finals guy could have made things difficult. He has a full relic seven Darth Revan squad that are decently modded, but he just kept them for offense. So just side yeah. side uh, bypassed it. Some <laughs> side passed. What am I saying? Um, yeah. yeah, it was easy, 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 easy week for my alt. How was your week for your alt solo? Exhausting, or it should have been exhausting, actually. The planning for my week was much more exhausting than the execution. So first match was just a normal match. But then the second one, I went up against the guy that had 464K lifetime banners, which means he's a good player. Um, And thing is, so my all only has one Galactic Legend, um, which means I'm up against mostly people that only have one Galactic Legend. And so he had Kylo, I have Ray. I he always puts Kylo on defense and then he uses the Vader counter to Ray to clear the board basically when he goes up against somebody with a Ray. So I, you know, I have Jedi Knight Revan, I have Jedi Knight Luke, so I easily took out his Kylo cuz it wasn't a funky team, it was just a standard uh, dual tank SLK team. And then I always place Darth Revan on defense on my all, on both accounts, basically. Um, so I just took Malik off my Darth Revan team, left Darth Revan in the back, put Malik on my Ray team, and he couldn't clear my Ray. <laughs> so he's a good player. Uh, he had no plan for dealing with a Ray with Malik, though. He tried and failed. Uh, and meanwhile, I easily cleared his board. And then... The third round, I went up against the guy. No joke. I went through four weeks of this guy's history. He never faced a Ray on defense. He faced people with Ray, but they just always kept it for offense. So I had no clue how he was going to clear my Ray. And he always puts Kylo on defense. Um, so I just did this, literally the same exact strategy. I just let my defenses roll over. So it was basically 
facing the same defensive strategy. Uh, and he couldn't beat Ray with Malik, and I easily cleared his Kylo and full cleared the board. So my alt is now sitting at 6-0, and oh, and I, can't, I will say I have faced – three people this round on my alt with 450k lifetime banners or higher and I'm still sitting at 6 and 0 so my alt is doing much better than my main account is it's it's back to that you're back i know you yeah. you went from like not making kyber one season to now just yeah. demolishing people with high gp it's so weird yeah well th- that one season was um when i went up <clears> against or I first unlocked my Ray and my alt account was not, was not equipped to deal with other accounts that had galactic legends. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But now, now I've caught up essentially. And if it wasn't for Mon Mothma and Chupio, I'd be ready for my second galactic legend, but they're going to take me like two months to farm while the rest of my requirements are ready. It's actually, that's a free-to-play account. If there's anything that ever makes you want to spend, it's being ready for the next Galactic Legend and having to wait two months just while you farm something, let me tell you. Um, uh, yeah, no kidding. I won't, though. Uh, that account is staying free-to-play for life. Uh, as for the now. Hyperdrive bundle on the screen tells me every single day. Uh, all right, so... Uh, uh-huh. We obviously have been doing stuff on our roster to prepare for Grand Arena next week with the lock. It's Ed, The sign-up is open now. The lock is happening in about 13 and a half hours. Um, what have you done this past week to prepare for Grand Arena for this week? Um, well, I mean, this is my big push. So I locked into Grand Arena, and then I got everyone up to – uh, that required relic levels for Grandmaster Luke, and I've just been farming tickets like crazy with Grandmaster Luke. Uh, for Grandmaster Luke, I should have him unlocked in Relic 7 before lock happens. It's going to be, I'll be cutting it close. I have to wake up kind of early tomorrow to do it because I need to wait till I refresh uh, or mm-hmm. till I reset. And that's it. Um, I, I should have Jedi Master Luke in my pocket going into the this week and who knows what's going to happen but that otherwise i mean so I, I i have slightly higher relics on like old ben and r2d2 well r2d2 is like dramatically higher relics um and c3po you don't notice a difference at all um so <laughs> that, that's what i've done I, and i randomly got Cara Dune to gear 10, so that does me no good at all. Uh, how about you, Solo? Uh, I did the same exact thing as you, uh, where I we locked in. I actually waited until the matchups were out uh, for Grand Arena and then applied all of my relics for Grandmaster Luke. I unlocked him this afternoon, and then uh, I... I he actually, so if you have the Kairos saved up, he's very easy to gear. Um, except for uh, what happened to me was, you know, I, I went on GG and I looked up his gear. And you don't think about the lower level gear. So I made sure I had everything I needed for like gear level 7 through R7, basically. I was ready to take him to R7 immediately. I got to gear level 3. 
and I didn't have two of the green hypo syringes um, because they are used for crafting the piece that you then use to craft the third uh, mod salvage material. I forget the name of it. And so I had zero of those. So I had to wait an hour to farm up 12 uh, or to get 12 energy to then get <laughs> farm that node twice to get the gear to get him to R7. But my Luke is now R7. I am haven't been able to gear anybody else because that literally just happened a couple hours ago. Um, I have him modded and he's ready to go for Grand Arena. And so Luke is literally the only thing I did this past week to prepare for Grand Arena this week. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it'll, I'm glad we're in it together at least. <laughs> me, too, me too. We we might literally be in it together. We're so close in GP in matchup oh. GP. And now like we'll have added the same amount to our rosters and we'll, you know, we'll be in the same rarefied air as a lot of, it's just going to be weird, man. Like we're, we'll either be facing really, really strong accounts that don't have galactic le three galactic legends, or we'll be facing accounts with three. Uh, yeah, it, it's funny because this first week, or the first couple weeks, actually, I think it was the first month after galactic legends, you saw this kind of division of people um, where it was, you had the quote unquote Krakens who don't necessarily care about Grand Arena like you and I do. Like, they're not hardcore players. They're just people, hardcore collectors. And so they had all the toys, and you could kind of still steamroll over them because they didn't care about attacking. And then you also had the hardcore players like us that have all the toys. Um, so it's going to be interesting the first two weeks to see how many of the just just collectors that don't really care – as they're moving up above us in GP, um, how many of them we get compared to how many of the hardcore players we get. It'll be, you know, hopefully more of the former, less of the latter, but we'll see. Yeah, it'll all balance out by the next Grand Arena cycle, but right. these next two weeks are going to be pretty volatile. We, we might end up getting some pretty weird matchups. Hopefully I get someone with like 8 million, 8.5 million GP. It'll be wild. <laughs> that won't happen. It won't happen because that, that that level of account has uh, all relic sevens in their top uh, GP, but uh, right the matchup GP. But yeah, we'll, well, we're going to get some pretty interesting matches. I hope. Um, you know the the best uh, the best case scenario for content creation and the worst case scenario for uh, us personally would be if you, me, Kleso, and Gom all ended up in the same group. <laughs> don't don't say things like that. <laughs> don't don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I actually so I just ran the comparison between you, me, and Kleso. And the last time I did this was when Gom was on the podcast and I ran the comparison me and him and then we ended up fighting each other the very next week. So my top sixty five right now is 1.874. Kleso's top 65 right now is also 1.874. So we are exactly the same. Um, oh, yours man. is a little below us, but you haven't unlocked Luke yet. So right. I'll run the comparison again tomorrow at lock just Gosh. to see. But Kleso and I are literally exactly aligned, which is 
very, very scary. <laughs> you guys need to hit that join button at the same time. Oh man, I'd love it. <laughs> I I would not. No, thank you. Gosh, Gom in the chat Gom. is like, I'm down. <laughs> It'd be the most fun 0 and 3. And something tells me you won't go 0 and 3, Gom. Uh, Dude, I honestly I would I would welcome that week. That that would be hell would, week, but it you know would what? be interesting. Yeah, it, it would it would suck, but it would be a lot of fun at the same time. Because here's the thing, even if you go one and two that week, like each one of us gets a win, let's say, we'd still be on pace to make Kyber. <laughs> so at right. the end of the day, it would kill our GA center standings. Um, but that's that's really about it. Uh, but we'd we'd get like dozens of subscribers from it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God. We'd have Gambit fight night every night. Um, oh man. I, I, it would be epic. I would, I would be down, but you know what I want? I've been pushing for it forever. I probably said it too many times on here. I just want a way so that we can have an exhibition match, like make it funded by crystals. Like it costs both sides, like 200 crystals or 500 crystals or something, yeah. but you can choose your opponent. So then I can say, you know what, Indigo, you have a way higher, uh, you have a way higher matchup GP than me, but I think I can still kick your ass and <laughs> let's go. And he'll be like, Oh no, you can't. And we'll go at it. Like I would love to be able to do that. That would be super fun. And for the record, I'm not talking crap about Indigo. I just picked a random galaxy of heroes uh content creator but like you know it it would be super fun to be able to like solo you have an an alt i have an alt let's let's just have a really like lopsided grand arena match people would watch that i think i I would love to have an exhibition thing that it it doesn't matter for anything other else other than like entertainment purposes like let guild disputes be settled you know, by a grand arena match. Oh I, man, that would be fun. <laughs> like I, I would love that so much. And it seems like it would only be a gain for, for them. Uh, Cause if people don't want to do it, they don't have to. And they're not missing out on rewards. It's just for pride. Right. Know? For pride, not prize. Indeed. So uh, I think that's about it for tonight, guys. We have our, um, we have our con- our discussion of content that we have available, how to reach us. Um, and uh, I mean, I can give an abridged version of it solo if you want. Yeah, go um, for it. Honestly, guys, uh, so we've, we've got a Discord server. I think that that's probably our favorite uh, or our best, one of our best resources because you can find everything else from there. Um, and it, I mean, honestly, so the, it, it can be a little, little tricky to find it unless... Um, so you need to go to either Solo or my YouTube channel. Uh, so just search in, on YouTube, just search my name, Zareth, X-A-E-R-E-T-H, or search SoloBase15, S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5, all in one word. Um, in any of our videos, it'll have a link in the video description to our Discord server. You can hit us up there. Um, and then from there, you can find our counter sheet, which is the best counter sheet, best temporary counter sheet in the world. <laughs> um, we, we've got 
Uh, you can find uh, links to be able to sign up for notifications for Twitch streams, uh, including we just added uh, for Ando and for uh, Cleso and NLBL whenever they want to make an announcement or uh, they go live on Twitch it's automatically going to populate and tag people who sign up for it. Um, real easy, you just hit an emote. And um, I mean, I, I think that's about it, uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we would love yeah. to see you guys live. We'd love to see you on our YouTube channels commenting uh, as long as it's respectful and intelligent. Um, and if know. Derp's here, it doesn't even need to be intelligent. <laughs> yeah, he shows that every week. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think that's it, guys. Uh, this is fun. Um, we'll be back next week. We've got the on our uh, Gambit Fight Night this coming Friday. We've got Dylar coming up, and then we've got Fruit Ninja Mike uh, the next week, who uh, is no longer in our group for GA Center, but still a very good player uh, in Wolfpack yeah. representing that amazing guild and um gonna be a good time folks so anything else solo uh no i think that sums it up for the week you know uh join us on friday guys we'd love to see you yeah um have a great week everyone and don't be dicks remember evil sucks especially this week well done evil uh have have a good week guys <laughs> have a good week